0: Welcome to the Osway Ibar Podcast. Yes, yes, yes. And yes, welcome back to the Osway Ibar Podcast podcast that's here to equip you uh, in executing your call. If you're new to this podcast, we post every Monday and Wednesdays. Mondays are here for me, and Wednesdays are here for my awesome team, uh, which, by the way, we had a new uh, uh, team teacher kind of join us uh, last Wednesday. So if you missed out that episode, I encourage you to check out episode number 28. Uh, it's a QA and a between uh, Tim Johnson and myself, uh, and it's really filling the wind behind you and really just how to increase and build your capacity. Uh, so anyways, Tim Johnson is new to the team, so I encourage you to check us out. Well, today I'm going to go ahead and dive right in to today's message, and that's how to take a compliment, all right? How to take a compliment and what to do with a compliment, really. I believe if you're listening to this podcast, you're getting good content. If you're applying what's being shared, I know uh, in your personal life, you're going to promote. I believe that you're going to have more favor on you. You're going to grow as a leader, uh, and truly, uh, you're going to get closer and closer to executing your call daily. And so when you become that kind of person and when you're acting, uh, you know, uh, kind of the things out that we're sharing and you're putting them into action, what's going to happen is you're going to have a lot of favor open up for you and there's going to be a lot of compliments that come your way, right? And so I just want to... give us some awareness, right? Uh, this is one of those messages is one of those messages that's not necessarily a hoop and holler message. Um, it's kind of like when you're baking a cake, you know, uh, in your cake, you have to throw some baking soda in there. I'm not even really a baker. I don't know if you put baking soda in there or not. I'm just guessing, right? Assuming. But it's like maybe a little pinch or a little dash. And baking soda by itself is terrible, right? But once you add it inside that cake, what uh, it ends up doing, it ends up to, uh, beginning to rise, and so that's what I'm here to do. To, uh, do today is to help you raise your cakes. Okay, get that cake up. All right. How to take a compliment? So, truthfully, uh, in, in Proverbs chapter twenty-seven, uh, verse twenty-one, truthfully, this scripture has has wrecked me. Right? It says, "Fire tests the purity of silver and gold, but a person is tested by being praised." I'm gonna say that again. Fire. Test the purity of silver and gold, but a person is tested by being praised. So it's interesting to me that, uh, you know, Solomon here in uh, Proverbs describes praise as a test, just like fire tests silver and gold, right? Fire can consume and destroy. Like other things, you know, there's other scriptures that talk about, you know, fire testing and purifying, you know, the Lord's testing our works with fire and we'll see if it's wood, hay or stubble, or if it's the righteous things like such as silver and gold. Well, when we're being tested, it's with praise. And what I believe is if we accept or allow that praise to get to our head, that fire will consume us. However, if we know that praise is truly just a reflection or compliments are truly just a reflection of what Jesus or God is doing in our lives, I believe that it will stand. Because here's the deal and the point that I want to make is that all praise belongs to God. All praise belongs to God. In Isaiah chapter 42 verse 8, it says, I am the Lord that is my name. I will not give my glory to anyone else. So the glory, it's not ours. It's kind of like when, you know, uh, I, I remember my mom, she would come home and she'd bring some pizza sometimes and it's like, woo-wee, we're all pumped, man, we get to eat pizza. Uh, but then when we would put pizza away, she would put some pizza in a Ziploc for herself and we knew better not to touch that pizza. Why? Because that pizza was no longer ours, it was, it was hers. And we'd definitely uh, get in trouble if, that happen, if we grabbed that pizza. What I'm saying is that glory it belongs to the Lord. It's not ours. And that truthfully, I believe that it's not ours because we were never made for it. You know, uh, if we're Christians, we're believers, we know that we were created and we were created with purpose. But one of the things we were created for was for praise to God, but not to receive praise, right? At least not to receive praise from man. And here's the deal, because what what can happen is praise can get you clouded, and get your mind clouded. Um, I believe that's what happened to Lucifer. If we read in Isaiah chapter 14, uh, I'm going to start in verse 12, it says, How you are fallen from heaven, O shining star, son of the morning. You have been thrown down to the earth, you who destroyed the nations of the world. For you said to yourself... I will ascend to heaven and set my throne above God's stars. I will preside on the mountain of the gods far away uh, in the north, and I will climb to the highest heavens and be like the most high. Instead, you will be brought down to the place of the dead, down to its lowest depths. Interesting to me. So Lucifer, which was God's, uh, basically his, his worship pastor, right? He He, he was his worshiper who was meant to display God's glory, was a reflection of God's glory shining on him. Instead of him giving that back to the Lord, what was rightfully his, he took it on upon himself, and what he ended up falling into was pride. And we all know what the Bible says. It says that God will resist the pride, but he will exalt the humble. So what happened? Lucifer got, uh, got demoted and got put down. Right? He got brought down because what what, what happened? He allowed the praise or the glory that was not his. He took it for himself and he got full of his head and he had a fall. So it's important that we don't allow compliments to get to our head. It is important. I'm going to say it again, that we do not allow compliments to get to our head. That's why I'm a big proponent of living for an audience of one right? When we live our lives out, it's not to get a pat on the back from maybe someone that you admire. It's not so that one day people can applaud for you. No, it's truly our life is to live out and to live out for one and one, uh, and one alone. And that is the Lord. Because here's the deal. The compliments that you want to receive is not from man, but it's from God. Luke chapter 10, verse 17 through 20, it says this. It says, when the uh, 72 disciples returned, they joyfully reported to him, Lord, even the demons obey us when we use your name. And look at Jesus's response here. This is nuts. He says in verse 18, he says, yes, he told them. And then he changes the subject on them. Boom, he hits them with a the flip. And he says, I saw Satan fall from heaven like lightning. Man, isn't that crazy? Uh, You know, imagine you going to your coach and said, "Look, coach, I, 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 uh, you know, I hit a home run, right?" And coach says, "Yes." But I saw Satan fall from heaven like lightning. It's like, whoa, 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 you just changed the subject on me. He brought them back to Isaiah chapter forty-two, or excuse me, Isaiah uh, chapter fourteen. He was reminding them, and this is what he goes on to continue. He says. He said, I saw Satan fall from heaven like lightning. Look, I've given you authority over all the power of the enemy, and you can walk among snakes and scorpions and crush them. Nothing will injure you. Verse 20, but don't rejoice because evil spirits obey you. Rejoice because your names are registered in heaven. What was Jesus doing? He was giving them a quick chin check and a reminder to not allow the gifts that they were were given to get them full of pride. They were coming back with one of the compliments, but uh, the Lord was reminding them, like, listen now, look, the, the way your mindset is going, the way your your excitement is, it's a tempting, it, it's a, a potential trap of falling into pride. And that's something that we got to be mindful and cognizant of, that God has given you gifts. And when you discover those gifts and you start operating in them, man, you're going to start shining. You're going to shine bright. But remember you are only reflecting off of what Jesus shined onto you, off of what the Lord has shined into you. It makes me uh, think about David, King David. And, and uh, I, I dare you to rip, uh, read this chapter in uh, 2 Samuel, chapter 12, a powerful, powerful chapter here. This is where, um, you know, David uh, gets caught up with sleeping with Bathsheba, and God sends Nathan, the prophet, to go rebuke him. Right. And so um, just to kind of give you some context behind this, Nathan is sharing this story with him. Right. uh, With David about a rich man, there, there you know, there's two men, and one guy ends up stealing uh, this guy's one poor lamb. This rich uh, man steals from this poor man. And, you know, basically, he's telling this whole scenario, and he uh, Nathan's asking David what he would do with him. And David furious. And he says, you know, in 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 verse uh, chapter uh, twelve, verse five in a uh, second Samuel, it says, David was furious. As surely as the Lord lives, he vowed, any man who would do such a thing deserves to die. He must repay four lambs to the poor man for one uh, he stole and for having no pity. And I love it. Verse seven, it says, then Nathan said to David, you are that man, right? This was David. Again, he took away, uh, took Bathsheba and, uh, you know, took her as a wife. He stole from her and he stole uh, and she was already married. And this is nuts, this is nuts, because then Jesus, uh, or then Nathan begins to present to David what God was saying here, and what God, uh, pretty much his, his thoughts behind this. And it says, again, in verse 7, I'll, I'll read the whole, uh, I'll continue reading, it says, then Nathan said to David, you are that man, the Lord, the God of Israel says, I anointed you king of Israel, and saved you from the power of Saul. I gave you your master's house and his wives and the kingdoms of Israel and Judah. And if that had not been enough, I would have given you much more. Why then have you despised the word of the Lord and done the, this horrible deed? For you, are mur- uh, for you have murdered Uriah the Hittite with the sword of the Ammonites uh, and stolen his wife. From this time on, your family, uh, and uh, he'll continue on, but let me pause here. What's interesting is what uh, what is happening right now is being presented that god god is reminding david right that listen i was protecting you from saul i brought you when you were a nobody when you were just a young man out there you know taking care uh, care of sheep and i brought you to a palace place i took care of you and i and i protected you from saul i gave you saul's kingdom i gave you his wives i gave you everything and if that wasn't enough You could have asked for more and I would have given it to you. This trips me out because this is what the Lord's reminding us is that, listen, any glory or any uh, place of success that you get in life, it's not because of you, but it's because of the Lord. And this is something that I remind myself to. I used to remind team leads this when they, uh, you know, or ministers, when they uh, applied for a position at our phone center or call center back in the day uh, to be team leads And they didn't get the job. It was a reminder of, one, hey, you know we're going to grow, we're going to get better, and we're just going to improve. But secondly, it's the Lord who promotes. It's the Lord who promotes. Promotion doesn't come from the north, the south, the east, or the west. It comes from the Lord. I'm passionate about this because, again, I I heard a minister once tell us in Bible school that there are three things that ruin people in ministry, three Gs, right? It's gold, girls, and that's you know, girls to guys, guys to girls, right, um, and glory, and glory. I don't want us to trip up because we fall into pride because we're taking something that's not ours. David here got content or got in this place of just out of his head, right, But then he wakes up to realize, he wakes up to realize, and this is what he says, then David confessed to Nathan in verse 13, then David confessed to Nathan, I have sinned against the Lord. I have sinned against the Lord. Well, who's he apologizing to? He was apologizing to his audience of one. And that's the thing. That's why David was still blessed. Because James uh, 4.10 tells us, humble yourself before the Lord. He will lift you up in honor. So it's not our job to work or to worry or to be so consumed by, by others. You know, the Pharisees had the issues where they were seeking honor from others. John 5, 44, it's, uh, Jesus was telling the Pharisees, no wonder you can't believe for, you're gl- for you gladly uh, honor each other, but, you're, but you don't care about the honor that comes from the one who alone is God. David knew his audience of one. So he humbled himself before his audience of one and was exalted. Why? Because when compliments come our way, I know I'm, I'm kind of all over the place in this, guys, but when compliments come our way, it's just simply what they're seeing is a reflection of what God is doing. It's a reflection of what God is doing. But if you live by the applause of man, you will die by their booze. And if you live by the applause of man, it will cause you to fall into pride. And, you would, um, and here's the deal. God is entrusting you. He wants to shine through you. But the applause that comes from it is not for you. It's for him. And when here's the deal, though. This is, this is awesome. This is so cool. When you give God the glory, when you give God the praise and you give it back to him, he will lift you up in honor. And it is he who will thank you And say, well done, my good and faithful servant. The scripture tells us that he sings over us. It's not our job to live for the compliments of man. But let us live for the compliment of one, and that is the Lord. So let's get practical real quick. All right, am I saying that when someone compliments you that you rebuke them and say, God forbid, no, uh, you know, um, no, I'm not saying that. Here's what I'm saying. And this is probably one of the best advice I got it from J T Wilkins. He's the, uh, currently the worship pastor at Kier's Christian Center. Phenomenal, phenomenal brother, phenomenal friend. Can't wait to grab coffee with him tomorrow. I'm recording Sunday, but I'm having it with him Monday. Anyways, off the point. All I'd say J T would tell me like this. He would say, Josue, when people compliment you, you say thank you. But then when you go to your prayer closet, you give that compliment to." the Lord. You give that compliment to the Lord because it wasn't meant for you. So I'm not saying you, you get all weird and, oh, it's all the Lord when someone comes and compliments you and you say, oh, no, it's all Jesus, it's all God, it's all God. No, no, you just say thank you. You say thank you. But then when you go to your prayer closet, you give it back to the Lord. I've done that multiple times. I've taught at Freedom Church and I had people who've come up to me and just, man, just really giving me uh, just some thanks, some compliments. And they were nice. You know, they're were, they were very kind words. But I made sure on my, my drive back home, I was saying, Lord, that does not belong to me. It's all yours. And I gave it back to him. Lastly, when Jesus was riding the donkey, you know, they were screaming, Hosanna, Hosanna. It would be foolish, if that donkey was thinking, they must be praising me, right? It would also, though, be foolish if that donkey was telling everyone, no, 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 don't praise me, it's not me, it's Jesus. No, 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 don't, 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 don't praise me. it's not me, it's Jesus. Because they know, they ain't praising that donkey, they know they're praising Jesus. So when someone compliments you, say thank you, but give it back to the Lord. You guys are awesome. Thank you guys for tuning in. You have an awesome rest of your day. Peace. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed that message. Again, if you want to get the most out of this podcast, you have to date us. What does that mean? Uh, DM us any questions or any thoughts that you have, and we'd be more than happy to connect with you. But DM us at sweep our Podcast on Instagram, and we'd love to connect. All right. A is for apply. Again, you're not going to go anywhere. It uh, doesn't matter what you listen to, what book you read, what your mentor said, or what you journaled if you don't put action behind it. So apply, apply, apply apply. T's for teach. Another way of learning is teach it. And the way you can teach that is either by sharing this podcast, writing a review on it, or telling a friend about it. Lastly, partner with us and help us get exposure. Best way you can do that again is by rating and leaving a review or sharing on social media. We appreciate you. Love you. We'll talk to you next time. Peace.